Hey everybody, today I got a very special topic, the ego. So that's a word that's thrown around a lot. I think it has different meanings to different people, but the way I'm going to use the term is um, our ego is our identity, how we view ourselves. And if we're very attached to our ego, which could be that we're a good person or that we're a success or whatever it is, but you know, we're our, it could be our job or our role in our family. But there's all these. The more there's nothing wrong, in my opinion, with a with a big ego, because no one really becomes a huge success in life without a big ego, without like a big vision of themselves. That's fine. But the trouble comes when we're attached to it. When if anything threatens the idea of who we are, then we get very triggered. And that happens a lot. Now, I think there's more to the ego. Like, I'm not an expert on it. I don't really have a deep, profound understanding of it. But I, I have a, I guess, just my own understanding of it. And the ego, there's certain things that strengthen our ego. And then there's certain things that dissolve the ego. And when our ego is dissolved, then we're just open. We can just be present in the moment and reacting to what is occurring without being triggered. But when we're attached to the ego, a lot of times we are going to fight the moment. And so when, when we're doing NVC, one of the challenges to NVC is our ego. The more attached we are, the harder it is to do effective NVC and emergency empathy. Because the ego and anger are connected. Like if, if, if you get angry about something, it's definitely going to be connected to your, your ego. Like the ego and anger go together like bread and butter. The ego and taking things personal are like best friends forever. <laughs> that's just, uh, that's, you know, that's my version of what's going on. So say someone says something to you it's not true it's wrong it's ridiculous it's exaggerated they're like you always pick on me and you like it when i cry <laughs> or just something something like that and and to you right your identity your ego is like no i don't do that the truth is i don't do that i'm a good person and then so what you a lot of times our impulse is to defend ourselves Right? But that just doesn't work. When someone's triggered and attacking you, logic doesn't really work anymore. Facts don't matter. N nothing really works except for emergency empathy when someone is triggered and verbally attacking you. So what our ego wants to do is to either attack back or defend ourselves. But like I said before, these just don't work. They just don't work. And yet we continue to try. And that's why sometimes it can be so frustrating and exhausting to get into an argument with someone because it just goes round and round and round, attack, defend, attack, defend, attack, defend. That's what the ego wants. The ego is strengthened by separation. The ego is like our, our identity. This is me. I am this. And when I'm separate from you, I'm, I'm stronger. When the ego is dissolved, then there's less separation. And to do emergency empathy, right? So someone attacks you. Ego wants to defend and you say, no, no, I'm going to dodge that insult. Just let it pass right by me. 
I'm not going to defend. I'm not going to explain. You can later when things are calm. But what you do is you, you do emergency empathy. You guess how they feel and why. In that moment, I find it often very difficult to do. It's, it's, it's the last thing I want to do. I want to defend and attack and use logic. Uh, and I don't want to do, I don't want to guess how they feel and why. So you just got to commit. You're like, I'm going to do it. And then, so how, how can you guess how they feel and why? You have to project yourself into them, right? And in that moment, the ego dissolves, right? You, you say, okay, boom. If I was saying these things, how must I feel and why could I possibly be feeling that way based on what they're saying? So you just got to kind of, in that moment, you just drop everything and you're like a detective. All you're doing is identifying. You're just trying to identify how they feel and why. It's like it just establishes some common ground and some, and some fundamental understanding of what's really going on. And that's why it's hard because you have to basically just release the ego. The ego dissolves. It doesn't exist. Now you're basically becoming them in that moment, right? You project yourself into them. You're like, all right, if I was that, that very process, ego hates. It's very hard to do. But it's pretty much the only way to do emergency empathy. You have to just project yourself into them. And it is, like like I said, it is a challenge in those moments. So you're not alone when it's time to do emergency empathy and it's the last thing you want to do. I just yell in my head, do it, do it, do it. Emergency empathy, do it. You know, if I remember. Because when you get triggered, sometimes it's hard to remember NVC and emergency empathy at all. So I just want to point this out because it's, it's really key. I think it's a key understanding that you know you just gotta you gotta project yourself into them and then you're gonna have to do it another thing the ego doesn't like is being wrong right no one wants to think of no one's identity is i'm wrong a lot i like being wrong most of us are right most of the time and and like being right so when you do emergency empathy many times you're going to be wrong and as you're saying it you you you, a lot of times you're like i'm probably wrong that's part of the process because as long as you do emergency empathy correctly, use a real feeling, and you don't throw in some not-so-hidden uh, implication that they're bad or wrong or weak or dumb, uh, then the other person is going to respond and give you some information. So now you're on the path to finding what, out what's really going on. And when you do emergency empathy correctly, it's really hard for the other person not to respond. It just feels very good for someone to ask you how you feel and why. And it's not common after like when, when someone insults somebody and they don't take it personal and they just go, oh, are you this because of this? Are you upset because you would like more appreciation for all that you bring to the table in this situation? What, whatever it is, they're going to respond. And it's up to you to listen very closely, right? And, and every moment and, and, and on the first couple rounds, there still might be some insults coming at you. So you just got to be you just got to dodge it again. Dodge that. And try again. And you always want to go deeper with emergency empathy. You just got to listen to what they're saying, but then really listen to what they're really saying. So they might be like, no, I don't like that at all. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah. So you you have to be willing to be wrong, which the ego doesn't like. You have to just basically project yourself into them which just dissolves the ego. So it's almost like the death of the ego in that moment. That's This is one of the reasons why it's so powerful and so difficult. But it is simple. So you just got to really commit because there is going to be most likely intense levels of resistance 
the more triggered you are. Okay? And it's a lot easier to do this when you're not triggered. And when you're triggered, you know, the ego is definitely going to be inflamed. It's like saying it's, it's, it feels under attack because people can say whatever they want to us. And if it's totally, you know, ridiculous and we don't even care and it's not personal, we won't get triggered. It's like, whatever. But if it's, you know, somewhat close, we'll get angry and things like that happen. So another thing that might happen when you're uh, doing emergency empathy and you haven't, you're not really doing it correctly. You're not really projecting yourself into them, but you've committed to doing it. So you're doing it is a tone. Now, a lot is said in tone. That's one of the things I work on constantly because it still comes out. If you, if you notice yourself, you like doing emergency empathy, but you still have some like unsavory tones coming out, then it probably means you haven't really committed. You haven't really dissolved the ego. You're, you're still allowing it to be, and you haven't fully tried to imagine how they feel and why. So that's fine. Listen, mistakes are going to happen all the time to all of us. It's okay. Just always, you know, go back to the, the fundamental principles or always be authentic. Use real feelings. Don't take anything personal. And when you're doing emergency empathy, you will feel when you get it correctly. Okay. Now, sometimes you have to go back and forth between emergency empathy and NBC. And I'm going to talk about that in the next episode. But right now, I just want you to just prepare yourself for the resistance that is going to come from your ego, your identity, when it is time to do emergency empathy. The very act of doing emergency empathy correctly dissolves your ego. Your identity leaves you and you become the other person in your mind. And that's how you do it. That's how you can really get very good and get to the heart of situations. Because that's what emergency empathy does. It kind of cuts through all the clutter, all the surface stuff, and just gets right to the heart of the issue. And whatever they say, you listen. You are a detective. You are not agreeing or disagreeing. You are just identifying. And, and sometimes, if you think of it as a game, that can help because our minds like games. It's like, okay, it's just a game. I'm just a neutral person identifying. And, and you just try to identify until you strike gold and it feels right. So it's going to take commitment. It's going to take commitment. So commit, yell NBC, yell do NBC, do emergency empathy in your head. Take a few deep breaths. Trust that this works. And the ego and your mind will try all kinds of things to get you to not do it. They'll say, this is silly. This is dumb. It's not going to work. You're not being authentic. Just ignore all those. Ignore all insults. Take nothing personal and just project yourself into them. And wow, the results will be powerful. When it works, it's so amazing. When it doesn't work, it's very frustrating, at least in my experience. But it can work. It will work. Persistence pays off. Practice pays off. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. And uh, like always, my book is for sale on Amazon, uh, The Art of Nonviolent Communication. It's uh, audiobook, ebook, and paperback. And I have uh, offer one-on-one consultations. You can contact me through my Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash artofnvc. Or you can send me an email at artofnvc at gmail.com. And I have an online video course at teachable.com slash artofnvc. And yeah, good luck on your journeys. It's well worth it. It will take time. Just like anything, you're learning a new language. It takes time. 
we're reprogramming lifelong habits. That takes time too, but it does work. It is worth the time and you're not going to need to use it all the time, but when you need to use it, it is very, very helpful. So till the next time, ciao.